Welcome to episode eight of Land the Plane Podcast. Hello, everybody. Once again, we are back here live at the Land the Plane podcast studio. <laughs> well, we're not really live this time. That's not. It's well, more I mean, like memory. But we're live right now. We we are. I mean, we're hearing it live. Yes. And that's, hey, that works for me. That's good enough. <laughs> hey, everybody. We're so glad y'all are back with us. My name is Dustin. I'm Jonathan. Oh, Jonathan, it has been a few weeks, hasn't it, man? <laughs> it seems like every time we get on here to record one of these shows, we're always like, it's, it's been, been a, few, a while. It's been a few yeah. weeks. It's been. It's actually. I mean, it's been two weeks. Two weeks since yeah. we released the. Yeah. Since we released the live show. Right, and you know, we've been busy, but hey, we're back. <laughs> Life has changed a little bit over the last couple of weeks for everybody, but we are back and excited that it's. I am. I am thirty three percent, my of my way towards being an empty nester. <laughs> <laughs> That means he had a child graduate high school. Yes. Today. Yeah. It's okay. Don't cry, John. Not right here. Don't embarrass yourself. Don't cry for me, Argentina. <laughs> no, man. Hey, I bet a lot of people's going through that. This is that time of year. You know, May comes around every year. There's school letting out, end of year functions. You know, vacations start. I'm ready for a vacation, but that's not the point. But uh, everything goes summer break. Did you get, are you starting your summer break, Jonathan? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, me neither. Yeah. <laughs> um, but hey, I, I, I did want to tell you something before we get going into tonight's topic, Jonathan, that, uh, you know, the, one of the nice things about school being out is I may still go to work, but my family sometimes will drive the the long drive to my, my office and they'll like bring me lunch, come have lunch with me every once in a while, those types of things. And, you know, coworkers enjoy getting to see the kids and I've been working at where I work for a long time, so they've seen Several of my kids grow up quite a bit, so it's always kind of fun to have the family come up. Well, they came up to me with to have lunch with me last week, and let me ask you, John, do you do you enjoy playing pranks on your children? Yes, yes. <laughs> I think uh, most. I think it's a requirement, right? Yeah, it's our it's our right. Yeah, and I think a lot of uh, parents out there probably just did the the uh, adult fist. Fist bump. Fist bump. Fist, fist bump with themselves. I'm doing it right now, if y'all could see me. It's, mm. it's really, it's kind of, yeah. Yeah. So we were there, we were having lunch, and my oldest son, he's 14, um, he he decides that, well, here's what happened. My middle son, you know, there's always a rival between between sons. And my younger son, he's 12, he, he made the comment that he knows everything, right? <laughs> And 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 you know Ian, um, he's my twelve year old. He 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 tends to believe he knows everything, and he'll argue about it even if he don't. Well, you know I'm a younger younger sibling too, so I had to sometimes I have to jump on the side, you know, because I want to help out, you know, keep but, it from the older yeah. brother taking too much advantage, you know. Yeah. And so my older son Lucas, uh, he uh, he decides to challenge Ian on his ability to know everything, so. He was a good sport about it. He he decided that he was gonna hold like hold up some fingers, and Ian had to tell him how many fingers 
he was holding up. But that to, could go wrong in so many yeah. ways. Well, but to keep it fair, he was like showing me on the side, and, and my wife and my two girls are there and everything too. And he's showing me on the side how many fingers he's holding up. And so I'd look down at it, and you know, just to make sure. And every time, Ian would get it right. You know, one through five. I mean, like time after time after time, Ian would nail it. It'd be like three, and and Lucas was spazzing out, man, just to say the least. He kept looking around the room. He's like, is there a mirror behind me? And then he was looking at my glasses, his own glasses. I mean, he was looking, searching the room for anything he could possibly find to to figure out how Ian was getting it right. What Lucas didn't realize was he was sitting right next to me. And every time he'd show me the number, I would just look up at Ian and I would wink. <laughs> With the opposite eye, <laughs> however many fingers he held up. <laughs> and there was one time where my eye was starting to twitch because it was getting tired because we did this like 15 times. And uh, Ian got it wrong one time, but the rest of the time he was just counting it. So Lucas tried to get fancy, and he threw up seven fingers, and Ian got seven fingers because I just was winking seven times. And then he threw up a zero. So you look like you had like a syndrome Dude. or something. Well, but. he could see it though. Nobody well, else yeah, could see it. but still. Yeah, and Ian would look right at my face. <laughs> like, I'd be over there winking. And uh, Lucas threw up a zero, like, I'm going to get him. And I was like, oh, man. So I just stare at Ian. I'm like, I hope he understands I'm not blinking. <laughs> yeah. And I just look at him, and then all of a sudden Ian's like, zero. And I was like, Yes. <laughs> And the, Lucas was getting so angry. And uh, we, got, we got to the end, and I was like, man, um, he was like, okay, we got to do it one more time. And I even said, so I said, all right, yeah, we only need to do it one more time because my eye's getting tired. <laughs> <laughs> Never caught on. So finally, after another one or two of them getting it right, he walked around. And he stood by Ian on the other side of the room and was looking at us. And I just winked at him. And he was like, what? <laughs> he was so angry at me. It was great, John. <laughs> so I, I helped out all your younger siblings out there. Um, we took one home. Yeah. We took one home. <laughs> and he's not only young. He, he's the, kind of the middle child. Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah he I is. Because we got the know. two girls. Yeah, you mean yeah. younger. Yeah. But Lucas was a good sport about it. He didn't, uh, he didn't take it too personal. So... <laughs> But Every anytime, once in a while, we got to knock them down a notch. Yeah, anytime you, know. you keep them, I call it keeping them humble. Yeah. You know, you don't want their heads to swell too much. <laughs> so, uh, Jonathan, you know, it has been a little bit of time. Life's been busy. We've been going through things. What What are we going to talk about tonight for the good folks? Anything you could do, I could do better. I can do anything. I can, I can do anything. I can, I can do anything better. It's pretty much what we're talking about. <laughs> right on. And, you know, that's a little bit with the story tonight. Yeah. We were, we were owning the older sibling. Yeah. The, the, the middle kid got it. So, so what's going on? What leads us to this topic tonight, John? Walmart. Walmart? Yeah. <laughs> pretty much Walmart. Actually, this wasn't Walmart. I see it a lot in Walmart. Well, actually, in the Walmart parking lots. Walmart is not a sponsor. But <laughs> not yet. <laughs> Give us a few days. <laughs> now, the, uh, <clears throat> this was actually, I, I see this a lot of times in the, in the Walmart parking lot, but this was, this was actually pulling out of another, another retail establishment. 
um, pulled out on the road. It was real busy traffic, that kind of thing. And uh, a a lady was also trying to pull out of the same parking lot just a little bit further down. Mm-hmm. And I know that she saw that we were there and like traffic was slow, all that kind of stuff. And she literally just like pulled out in front of me. Like didn't ask, you know, kind of give you the, <laughs> the, the give look, you the look, the look you know, like the, the look, the desperate like, hey, look of, I, you know, please, please can I go? Because if she had done that, I would have, I'd have let her in. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I was actually slowing down a little bit to let her in because I could see her, and but but no, she just kind of pulled in, and I had to like kind of hit my brakes pretty hard to stop, and you could tell that she like purposefully didn't look at me, mm. you know, because she was probably afraid that I would. You know, have my if, if own I, count the number of fingers. <laughs> if I don't look at you, then I don't know you're mad at me. <laughs> yes, you know, that kind of thing. No eye contact. Yeah, so, and it just got me thinking that uh, that, that people are just jerks. <laughs> Pretty much it. All people, right? <laughs> yes, everybody. Everybody in the entire world right now are is a, jerks. Is a jerk. Yeah. Yeah, man, I, I mean... Okay, yeah, of course we're exaggerating there a little bit about every baby in the world being jerks. Don't hang up. Or don't, yeah, everybody don't hang but up. us. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't, don't turn the dial. And, and you, because you're listening to us, you're not a jerk either. Yes, you're the best of the best. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, we get in that situation where if you just if you just experience the world just a little bit, I mean, I say the world, but it can just be <laughs> the, the neighborhood you grew up in, the place you work, school you might attend, Anything and everything, there is a tendency to run into people that you would call a jerk. Yeah. Yeah. So what are we doing about that, Jonathan? <laughs> because I know that when I encounter a jerk, sometimes I want to see, and, and you did play a song about being better than another person. Sometimes I, I want to be the better jerk. <laughs> you know, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like I'm a pretty talented jerk when I put my mind to it. <laughs> I can I can achieve a high status of jerkdom. However you want to word. So so how how do you deal with that? Where 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 are we going? Well, the uh <clears throat> I guess kind of the we're not gonna teach everybody how to be jerks, because I think that just comes naturally. But just kind of that idea of are we jerks? Or are we, you know, what, what's the level of, um, niceness or level of, you know, just being kind to each other? I mean, where, where does that kind of, where's the marker, you know? Um, and and one thing that I, I talked to my kids about, and and that was a, they weren't with me. Um, but it, it would have been a good time to talk to them about, Hey, you, you saw that person, right? Like they didn't look around. They they didn't care about what was going on in other people's lives. They yeah. didn't care what other people. They were only concerned about themselves. Um, and so I try to talk to them a lot of, of times about watch out for other people. One because you don't know what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. You know when driving that that whole defensive driving thing. Yeah. But more so, watch out for other people and and try to anticipate their needs instead of your own. You know, right. um, try to try to look out for them and figure out, hey, what do they need? What can I do to stay out of their way 
What can I do to maybe help them out? And it's, you know, I mean, it's not like a huge deal that you're going to, you know, try to take care of everybody's needs, but you don't want to, to come off as a jerk and, and you want to, you want to help people out, you mm-hmm. know? I mean, it's just kind of one of those things. So. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think as a society, uh, we get to the point where we start, um, putting value on people as far as like a position, you know, like one, I'm the center of my world. So I'm the most important, you know? So, yeah. uh, first of all, everybody, I'm, I'm the priority. And then we mix upon it, uh, just being in society with, um, different jobs, different careers people are on. Sometimes we, we, Hey, that, that person that does work at Walmart or that person that works at that fast food place or, or anywhere and everywhere. I mean, in my line of business, I get talked to like that where it's a, um, I'm, I'm more important than you. I have a higher position than you, or you're getting paid. So it gives me the, the, the privilege, I don't know if that's the right word, but the, the right to talk down to you, to treat you poorly. I mean, really yeah. just like you're, you're in a, um, like people who are in a service industry, you know, other people's attitude is, yeah, you better serve me. Mm-hmm. You know, that kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah. And as we were talking and getting ready for the show, um, we yes, yes, everybody, we do do a little prep, you know, trying to think about what we're going to talk about. Um, but but uh, I know you brought up this verse of, of Romans, uh, Romans uh, chapter 12, verse 10. And I want to I share that with everybody. It says, love one another with bro- brotherly affection. Stop right there. Okay. <laughs> Let's just stop right there. And what does that mean? That means love one another. Love one another right now. <laughs> love one another with brotherly affection. Man, that, that's a great question. To me, loving one another with brotherly affection is you love one another as if, you know, I, I, I automatically want to say you love one another as if they are your brother, they are your family, they are that person that's closest to you. Uh, I know some of you out there will argue that your family may not be the people that's closest to you or that may be the people that is hardest for you to love. But but think about those people that is the closest to you and the way you feel about them and, and how you want to see good done to them and how you want them to be treated right and all those things. And that's the way we're supposed to love everyone. And and to me, where that word brotherly comes in is it doesn't matter where we're from, what color our skin is, what our background is, how, what's our social status, that we are all God's creation, whether or not you're out there and you believe that or not, okay, uh, or you accept that, but we are all God's creation. We all belong to Him, and so in that aspect, we are a family. We're a a brotherhood of believers or non-believers, just of people yeah. that Humanity. He's created, and He desires like a really good parent for His siblings, His his or His children, children. His and their siblings. You know, to get along. That's yeah. a, Kind of an idea. Yeah, and I kind of see that as the standard. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's kind of the 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 line in the sand of this is here's the standard that we should do. We we should love one another, watch out for each other, take care of one another, not be a jerk to each other. You know, all those kind of things. So, does that get played out by even Christians? I'm I'm just letting it soak in for a minute. <laughs> oh man, you know, and when you first say that, um, you know, just 
I'm a Christian. I try to surround myself, you know, with other Christians, but Christians are also people, you know, and you start seeing that big picture of things. And and I think what my first instinct is like, what you just is, is no, you know, even Christian people, uh, you'll see them enter into that type of behavior and attitude. And I know myself that I have want, gone into that negative being a jerk attitudes at times. So I'm not always out there looking at the best interests of others. And if we're going to be believers and followers of what Christ is calling us to do, then we're supposed to set the example, you know. We're supposed to it's supposed to start. Uh, I don't know if that's what you're looking for, but I mean that's the that's the first thing that popped in my head is is I want to say, yes, Christian believers, we're the best at it. Yep. But re- reality doesn't let me say that. Right. If that makes sense. And even, you know, that we we talk about the Lord's Prayer being the Lord's Prayer, but if you really want to look at Jesus's prayer, it's the longest one kind of recorded. It's it's in John before he before kind of he goes to the cross, that, that kind of thing. And one of the biggest things that he prays about is is actually for us, is for our unity that we'll love one another. And he says there that by our love we we will point others to God. That that's what will will kind of help make people believe that there is a God. And I, I've seen that, you know, kind of play out. Um, even when I was on a mission trip in Romania, and, you know, mission trips can be long and tiring and, and all those kind of things. And especially for people who don't know each other, like there's a lot of us, we kind of knew each other a little bit beforehand, but we were from different churches, different backgrounds, all kinds of different things. Um, and we, we had hired translators, and a few of the translators were not believers. Um, and so we were with them, I mean, from early morning till late at night every day. So, you know, they, they saw everything. And one of the translators that was not a Christian, by the end of the week, she had, had spoken to one of our team members and told them, you know, your all's attitudes and, and you all being together and all those kind of things has made me kind of wonder about this Christianity thing because you all, you know, have gotten along and you like each other, you love one another. I can tell that you care for each other. Yeah. And and you don't even really know each other that well. You know? And, and that caused her. I mean, that was that was that was Jesus's words just playing right out. Right. You know, yeah. that that our love for one another, how we treated one another made her go Huh, there maybe there is something about this. And how much more like how does that speak to people? I mean, you weren't sitting there saying telling every Bible story exactly the right way. You weren't sitting there, you know, drilling into her. This is what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to act. You're just living it out. Mm-hmm. You're doing the things that love one another with brotherly affection. And it impacted somebody's life just to see that. And if it can impact somebody's life, if that, if, if that attitude and that feeling impacts somebody's life that much, then you know normally what they see is the opposite of that. Yeah. The norm yeah. is to see people being mean to each other, being being selfish, self-centered, self-focused. I mean, all those types of things is what you really end up seeing. And so to see that change of attitude, you know, it means she's seen something new. She's seen something different. So. Yeah. Instead of people being all out for, for themselves, 
you know, all out for what I can get, what's good for me, what's best for me, 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 me. Um, it's, it is different when we, when we see people that are kind of out for each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how much worse is it? I'll ask you another question. Oh, no. <laughs> I like it when I'm asking the questions. So how much worse is it when people on the outside look in and see Christians treating each other like the world treats other people? Oh, man, I tell you what. It's such a justification. We all know this, that there is a terrible, terrible um, reputation of what a believer is supposed to be, whether it's true or not, okay? There is a terrible reputation in this world that um, Christians, believers, they're, they're just not any different than anybody else. I mean, that that is the reputation. It's because when we are looked at, um, we're looked at, people can't see a difference. If I can't look at you and see a difference than, than what a believer is versus the rest of the world, then how am I supposed to to be changed by that. And then we see from the outside looking in, we see churches going after each other. We see members going after each other. We see a breakdown of, of the, the body of Christ and what he's wanting to do. And we see that and it, and it justifies people. It justifies people's dislike or I'll use the word hatred of the church. I mean, it justifies that. That behavior justifies it, and that to me, that is that is sad because um, when we are supposed to be the representation of who God is and how God loves people, and then they look at how we treat each other, and it just justifies them to to do what they want. So you're saying that that reputation is a reputation that unfortunately we have earned. Yeah. Yeah. It really is. Uh, I hate to say it, you know, and it makes me sad. And of course, that's not every single person across the board. But um, we also know that um, those are the things when you when you get those negatives that ends up representing the whole the whole of the church, you know. Yeah. And it, and, it, and it brings it all down. Even the ones that are out there doing things right. Yeah. It it brings it down. Yeah, and it's not just how we treat one another kind of inside the church or whatever, or to each other, but in how we treat, you know, those who aren't Christians, you know, mm-hmm. which is far worse a lot of times yeah. um, than, uh, you know, than what than the way we treat, uh, the you know, fellow believers. Yeah, and, and, and when we come to treating people, the way, the way we mistreat them is, is, especially when it comes to strangers, is... Or, or people you don't encounter every day. There's no there's no opportunity to seek forgiveness or to make restitution. It's just that encounter, it's done, it's over, and that bad taste is left in somebody's mouth. Yeah. Forever. Like like going back to your story, you know, about the, the lady in the truck just pulling out. There's there's no way that she's never you're never I mean, it could happen, okay? Things can happen, but chances are she's never gonna encounter you in life again and she's not gonna say, you know what? I did that wrong. Yeah. Because, I mean, that would make a difference if somebody did. But that's just not going to happen. So when we treat people the wrong ways, especially uh, outside of our normal circle, uh, then, then there's even no chance for us to make right the wrongs that we've committed or that we've done to somebody. 
And and the truth is, and then the saddest part of all this to me is you're talking about not just being mean to somebody. When we're talking about, you know, and we talked about loving one another with brotherly affection being the standard. That's just the standard of what we're supposed to do. Yeah. And we're having trouble exceeding that. When when you don't meet that standard or you're or you're falling short, you may and are hindering someone's relationship with Jesus. Yeah. And that's major. That's yeah. a that's a big deal. Would you want somebody else in your life hindering your relationship with Jesus? No. I mean, who who would want that? Yeah. Yeah, we can we can hinder um by our actions, we can hinder those who don't know the gospel. We can hinder those who who are believers but who are struggling and 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 trying to learn. Um, you know, especially like with kids. I mean, I'm sorry to you know I've had to apologize to my kids so many times because sometimes they act like me. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's like where did you? Never mind. I know you where you learned that. I've so, apologized to them on your behalf. By yeah. The way. Just let you. <laughs> You know, so so younger believers, those who are growing, they see that those attitudes, those behaviors, and oh, okay, so it must be okay for Christians to be jerks to each other. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's okay for for us to to talk bad about the world. You know, to talk to to talk poorly about people who are, um, you know, sinning in some way. That post that you did the other day you know, about judging other people for, you know, because they kind of sin differently or, or they actually do the sins that you just w- kind of want to do or whatever and don't. Yeah. Um, you know, those kind of things are, even without speaking words and, and trying to say, yes, this is what you should do, we're teaching inappropriately, but we are, we are teaching those around us and people are watching People know who Christians are. People who know, people know who, you know, claim to be Christians, um, and, and they're especially watching when it comes to ways that we can be vocal. Whether it's you know, like TV ministries, man alive, they get they get torn apart all the time. Yeah, social media is terrible for that. Um, you know, people around work. I mean, if if you're if you're around the water cooler, you know, I'm not sure if anybody really ever has conversations around a water cooler because I just think that'd be <laughs> weird. But, you know, if, if people at work know you as being kind of a jerk, I, I don't know that I want you to invite them to church because maybe they don't know you're a Christian. Right. You know, mm-hmm. um, maybe ask their forgiveness first mm-hmm. and then, you know, invite them. Um, but we're just, you know, a lot of times, and I know this kind of started with, you know, us talking about how other people are jerks, but really we, we act like the world a lot of times and and we're not even kind of living up to that standard of show brotherly love to one another. Just show that. Right. Well, you know, and now, so, so. This may already be kind of a convicting podcast for some of you know to hear and go, oh man, I'm not living up to that standard. But but earlier when I started reading verse uh, verse ten Romans twelve ten, you told me to stop. 
Yeah, now read the rest of it. Yeah, now I need to read the rest of it. And I'm reading out of the the ESV uh, version. Um, But it says, okay, so first part says, love one another with brotherly affection. Outdo one another in showing honor. Anything I can do, you can do better. That's right. I got that backwards. Anything you can do, I can do better. I can do better. Yeah. So so now we take that next step of, okay, now we know the standard. Now what do we do? Yeah. We got to take the next step to outdo each other. Yeah. Outdo each other in how much you show other people honor. What is honor? Oh man, I was afraid. I was hoping I'd get to that question, <laughs> question first. Um, you know, to me, honor in 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 we think about um, people of high importance. Okay, that deserves a lot of respect. That we honor them, or or those that have gone on and, and passed away, we honor them in memory by uh, looking upon them in a in a certain sense of affection or a certain sense of um, respect. And so when I think of this in showing honor, you know, what is the, what to me, what is the highest title you can get? You know, we, we talk about CEOs, we talk about kings and queens, I mean, presidents. I mean, we can go down a whole list of things, uh, movie stars, musicians, of, of people that we consider these, these high, high places. But in showing honor, what greater title is there than being... What's a greater title than being the creator's child? You know what I mean? It's like to be the the one true savior out there and to be his and to be his creation and to be um, something that he loves more than anybody else or anything else. That is your title. And when we look at each other, to me, and I think about that honor word, I need to look at you, Jonathan, as you you belong to God. You are his creation. He loves you dearly. And I need to honor that and remember that when I'm encountering with you, that God loves you. It doesn't matter who you are, what you look like, what your business title is, where you're from, how much money is in your wallet. God loves you. And I have to honor that in a sense of, I'm going to remember who you are and I'm going to do the best to show you who you are in a way. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. The uh, th- that we're all children of the King. Yeah, you know, it's a good word, and, and that is our. That's kind of the title that has been placed upon us. You know, any any human that has ever been that has ever lived um, has been made in the image of God. We are image bearers of God, and because of that, um, if we bear the image of God, then that that's a very um, important and, and esteemed title to put on us, that, that we bear the image of the creator. Yeah. Um, and that what, that's what makes us different than all other creation. So yeah, we should, we should look at one another as image bearers of God, not as, you know, sinners and not as people who sin differently than us and not as Democrats and Republicans and not as people who are for abortion or against abortion, people who are thieves, people who are homeless, people who are rich, people who are, you know, powerful, people who are, you know, whatever job they have, we should look at one another as image bearers of God, kind of co-image bearers of God and children of of the king. Mm -hmm. So 
how, you know, how should we treat one another, you know, when we really look at each other and, and give each other the value that, that God has placed upon us, Yeah, you know? Yeah, for sure. And, and so now in scripture, it says to outdo, outdo one another is showing that honor. Yeah. Competition. <laughs> Competition. You know, we're just talking about meeting the standard a minute ago, and that's difficult yeah. enough. So now we have to outdo one another. And and like you said, when I think of outdoing one another, I think of competition. Um, if you look around, I guarantee you, you've probably been trained up in some way, sort of another, to outdo those around you. We talk about, I got to have a better car than the other guy. Yeah. Um, I got to have the higher job title. Uh, I've got to make more money. You know, I, I can admit, John, I've been, I've been pulled into that, that trap before that, that we would, um, I'll just tell you the quick story. My wife, uh, years ago, this was, has been quite a few years, made some new friends and she said, we're, they invited us over for dinner. And I'm like, Hey, I like dinner. You know, <laughs> never, never found a dinner. I didn't like. And, uh, but you know, we we got invited and I was like, well, where do they live? You know, and I punched it up in the in the phone GPS and it's it's in a neighborhood that would just beat mine up and spit it out. You know, it's just <laughs> every, every most people's living room in that neighborhood's probably bigger bigger than my house. You know, it's just one of those things where I immediately went into that that neighborhood and I got overwhelmed, like thinking about I've got to go spend dinner with this guy and this family because it was almost like a, I'm not at the same level yeah. these people are. And financially may not have been material possessions may not have been, but the one thing that we both had in common was we are both creators, of the, you know, creations of the one true King children of that King. And, when I got there, I had to remind myself that to let go of all those things. And now he might be outdoing me in these worldly things, but it's my job. doesn't matter about those worldly things. I need to outdo him in showing honor. Yeah. And that's tough. That's, sometimes yeah. that's tough. Yeah, absolutely is. Because, I mean, we're so judged on material possessions and, and, and our status uh, that we can really get caught up in trying to do. But I, I would assume that everybody that's listening has some experience in trying to outdo somebody else. <laughs> yes, I would, I would tend to think so. So now we got to do that in honoring. What's some, what's some ways we do that? Man, to me, it's just, it, it kind of goes back to what I was, what I try to teach my kids is just, looking out for the other person just continuously. If you're, if you're in the same room as somebody, um, walking by, walking down the aisles of the, the market, you know, supermarket, whatever, trying to, you know, stay out of people's way. Um, if, if you notice they're coming with their buggy, you know, stop, let them go first. Um, you know, obviously when we're driving, that's an easy way to, mm-hmm. you know, let other people have the right of way, you know, give up your, what you think of as your rights, you know? Um, and, and even in where I am not good, 
look, I'm I'm pretty decent when somebody's right in front of me. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. when I'm where I'm not good is thinking about people when they're not in front of me. Oh, you know, yeah. somebody that that's maybe I know is sick, you know, or, or kids are sick, something, what could I do for them? What could I do to help them out? Um, maybe I know somebody that, you know, is having car trouble, you know, or whatever. I, I don't know. There's, there's all kinds of things. When we start intentionally thinking about other people instead of ourselves, then man alive, there's so many, I mean, there's, there's, tons of ways that we can show them honor mm-hmm. you know even even to the point of you know all of our kids got out of school here recently all those kind of things man a note just a little note to their teacher mm-hmm. saying hey thanks for the time you know that, that you invested in my kid this year and no, I did not do that. So <laughs> don't don't be thinking that, that you know we got all this. We're awesome at this. No, we're not. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, but just that little bit of a thing. I mean, how much would that have have kind of made their day? You know, and one thing that I try to do if I see police officers, firemen, um, firemen are harder because if they're out and about, they're usually pretty busy. They got something going on. Yeah, don't want to um, get in the way of a good emergency. Um, veterans, active service people, those kind of things. If I see them out, I, I try to make a point of going to them and, you know, shaking their hand, telling them, thank you, mm-hmm. pat on the back, you know, and, and it's amazing how that just kind of brightens their day a little bit. And, and it doesn't have to be big things, just, just little ways. Think about what, how much encouragement it is to you to get a little note or to get a phone call, get a text. Anything like that where people are, are just encouraging you, you know? Um, I had a, a friend of mine the other day that, uh, you know, my, my two of my kids and my wife, are, they're in Africa right now. Um, and uh, our oldest has been having quite a bit of headaches, migraine, that kind of thing. And so I had mentioned to a couple of people, you know, that's kind of a big worry for her right now mm-hmm. is that, that she'll get a migraine while she's on the trip, you know, cause I mean, it shuts her down. Yeah. And like just the other day, somebody texted me and said, Hey, you know, I just, just wanted you to know that I just prayed for your daughter, you know, that, that she wouldn't get headaches while she was gone and, and all those kind of things. It's just out of the blue. That's just huge. sent that to me, you know? And I was just like, man, that means that that, that person was thinking about me and about, you know, and about my family. And, and that was just awesome. That was huge for me. Yeah. And, and so something that just came to my mind um, is this idea of, of, of work for me. It's, it's you know, a place that you're at all the time. <laughs> Most of the time you're around other people. You see people at work. And, and I'm going to make a quick example of these three stages. You know, when you're, when you're not, when you're being, I'm going to use the word jerk because, I, everybody, I've been a jerk before, okay? But you have that moment of um, that first step is I'm just going to tear other people down. I'm going to tear other people down. And then now, okay, I need I need to move to the next level. So now I'm going to just meet the standard. I'm going to be nice to you, but behind your back, 
I might tear you down still. Yeah. You know, but to your face, around you, I'm going to set a good example. I'm going to say and do the right things around you. But really and truly, I'm probably bringing you down. And then the third one is now is the, is the word intentional. To me, when you're going to outdo each other, you're going to have to be intentional. Yeah. When you want to impress your wife on a date, you got to be intentional to plan that date. When you want to make a great vacation for your kids, you got to be intentional and plan it. So when you're involved with work or anywhere else and you want to outdo each other, you've got to be intentional on now instead of tearing people down or just being nice. Now you're trying to make their life better. You're being intentional about bringing positivity or bringing enjoyment or bringing um, success to other people's lives around you. And then you're being intentional. And then hopefully the purple next to you start being intentional and trying to outdo you. And then there's a lot of good happening. Yeah. There's a lot of good happening. Yeah. Cause it could definitely kind of snowball. Yeah. I mean, competition does, you know, when yeah. you're in a competition with other people, they, they start seeing that they start doing and, and just kind of, I think we naturally bend toward competition and, and just that encouragement of, wow, they did, they did that. You know, I, I think I could do something like that. You know, we're, we're going to be kind of to use a, a King James version word. We're going to spur one another on. <laughs> <laughs> and another thing that it's the verse in Matthew five in the sermon on the Mount you know, Jesus calls us to be the salt of the earth, of the earth. You know, it's salt of the world. And a lot of times, you know, we think of salt as being a preservative. Um, they used it for medical medical usages. It's you know, obviously, as a preservative. You know, how do we normally use salt now? And and they did then too. Make things taste better. It just makes things taste better. Mm-hmm. You know, and so as Christians. We should be kind of a, a a salt. We we should make things better. When people are around us, they they should just enjoy whatever it is we're doing together, just a little bit more because we're around. Right. You know, we should bring saltiness. We should bring goodness. We should bring just some extra flavor instead of, unfortunately, like we I think we normally are. Is bitterness, mm, you know? Yeah, good point. So let's let's try to be the seasoned salt or something, you know. When when we're interacting with people, how can how can we just make their day better? How can we make this day that they're living through a little more enjoyable? Right, right. Well, Jonathan, I think I think we need to land this plane because um, maybe this is such a important topic. Because man, so many people are angry every day, and so many people. Uh, you can just, I could just, we could just go on and on about telling stories about how people done us wrong or mistreated us or how we mistreated people or done them wrong. But in landing this plane, I just want to go back and read Romans twelve ten. You know, when it says love one another with brotherly affection, know the standard, mm-hmm. and then outdo one another in showing honor. Anything you could do, I could do better. <laughs> All right. Just like that. Just like that. That's right. All right, let's move on to uh, airmail, Jonathan. Airmail. <laughs> Man, we're investing, y'all. <laughs> we're investing, and in the, in the, it keeps getting better. Uh, you, know, you know, for airmail this week, um, 
of course, it's been busy, but we know it's been busy for everybody. But we just want to say a big thank you because um, our last show was the uh, Under the Radar show that we did that was live, live on Facebook Live. And that was an adventure. I tell you what, there was some <laughs> – that night even itself was just getting here and getting it started and all that stuff was just an adventure. Um, but we had a lot of fun. Uh, we had a lot it of fun. Was, it was a lot more fun than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, and, and it was a great time interacting. We just want to say thank you to all the people that, that showed up. And and I did hear a little feedback. Like, I didn't know exactly when it was going live or how to listen to it. We're, hey, we were learning. <laughs> we're going to keep learning. And we're going to do it again. I don't know when, but we're going to do it again. And uh uh, we're going to make sure the word gets out there so y'all can come join us and be a part of that and and, and share that. But So we just want to say for uh, Airmail today, thank you. Thank you for participating. Thank you for listening. Um, the show's gone great places recently. Um, it's y- Y'all are awesome. Um, go out there, share it. If you know somebody that could hear this, this, this one. I mean, that's what we're here for. Get the message out. Get it out there so people can hear it. Won't you? And one more thing. Oh. Um, you know, we had a, a contest on our last main show and, uh, our, the winner, the winner of our contest for that one was Jennifer Legate. Congratulations, Jennifer. That's right. You won a $20 gift card to Sonic and, uh. No, it was Starbucks. It was Starbucks. Oh yes, it was Starbucks it was because you have to take it. You yeah. To, you gotta take somebody. You gotta take somebody to, to drink a cup of coffee with you, get to know each other, uh, without using your phones. <laughs> Get out there on uh, all the social medias if y'all want to interact with us. We'd love to you to be a part of that. Of course, we're on uh, Facebook at uh, Land the Plane Today. You can just search us out there. Also on Instagram, uh, Land the Plane Today there too. Isn't it? Mm-hmm. We're just Land the Plane Today everywhere. Except for Twitter. <laughs> Except for Land Twitter. Land the Plane 247. That Twitter. Uh, but come follow us. You know, Share things, like things. Let us know what's working, what's not working. Remember, our email address is uh, Land the Plane Today at gmail.com. You can get in touch with us there if you want to send us a private note or or maybe ask a question for a future show or something we can share. There's also a little button on the Facebook page. You can just say, send email. So if you're there, you don't have to type it in. You just right. click it and click and go. So we look forward to uh, hearing from y'all. So I guess that's the show, Jonathan. That's a wrap. It's a wrap. Any, any more catchy music for us? <laughs> well, we'll just let this one roll. Anything you could do, I could do better. I can do I was the man on guard, yeah, couldn't tell me nothing. <laughs>